We're a really small group of experts who specialize in helping entrepreneurs and high achievers overcome the mental roadblocks that are getting in their way and keeping them from being able to achieve what it is they want to achieve. And um, we have a couple different uh, programs depending on what people are looking to achieve and, and how long they have. Um, and that, that is MindFix. We are the MindFix group and we have mind, a couple MindFix programs that people can engage with and, and permanently get rid of whatever's holding them back. My name is Kyle Willis and this is Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. All right, welcome back to a new episode of Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. I am quite excited today to welcome on the show a friend and colleague who I've had the privilege of learning much from that I think you guys will be able to truly get some clarity and direction on your own personal lives as well as where you are in your business and anywhere that you may have felt unstuck uh, or stuck, be able to get some direction of what it means to move forward forward. My guest today is Aaron Fail. Aaron is the owner of MindFix. And we'll spoke, speak about that in a moment. But Aaron has been a friend and colleague who's helped me in my journey as an entrepreneur, uh, be able to recognize some patterns in my own life that have been that have kept me from the growth and, and, and progress I want. And Aaron, I'd love to uh, just first off, welcome you to the show. And thank you for being able to take some time to be with us today. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Aaron, it's been a privilege being able to learn from you as those who uh, may not be aware of you yet. I love to, one of the areas we first connected is on marketing. You run a nationally ranked website consulting agency for, it's been 16 years now, if I remember correctly. 16, yep. Almost 17. and, and uh, you know, uh, first off, incredible uh, progress there. Their uh, their agency has been something that, like I said, has won multiple awards. But you've recognized in that process there uh, of you know, I've been able to enjoy connecting with you as a digital marketing owner. The challenges and uh, we go through with clients with our with our growth of a business and start starting there is just that that process you've gone from of being able to continue to run such a successful agency, but recognize first in yourself and some of the, the clients you've worked with, others you worked with, what are some of the issues that have led to what we know now today as MindFix, a, a company that rapidly and permanently changes high achievers and un- entrepreneurs who feel like they're stuck or in their own way? Well, um, I would say that over the years, like, Clients that I worked with and colleagues that I would connect with um, shared a lot of similar challenges. Um, You know, we share challenges outside of ourselves with who do we hire and what are the processes and how do we want to streamline them and God, do we raise our prices and how are we going to handle this proposal? And there's all sorts of things we can handle and improve outside of ourselves. But when entrepreneurs... And, and agency owners and business owners really sit down and examine 
where they get stuck personally and where they run into roadblocks, there's a lot of similarities. So over the years, I've seen people and uh, business owners and entrepreneurs who have struggled with common patterns that they push through or try to deny or downplay, but that really hold them back. And and some examples of the most common ones that I I see and have seen would be um, procrastination and avoidance. Hmm. And it's not like people procrastinate on everything, but they'll have certain habits and and, um, certain types of projects and things that they'll chronically avoid. Um, you know, it might be reading certain types of emails, it might be starting certain types of projects, it might be speaking to certain types of people. But a lot of, of business owners, when they really sit down and, and are honest with themselves, will find that they chronically or habitually avoid certain, yeah. certain things. So there's there's procrastination or avoidance. There's also uh, perfectionism, which can come on, you know, it's a spectrum <laughs> and it can be quite destructive um, where people can't can't be okay with with good enough they can't follow the 80 percent rule everything needs to be a certain way or it's not right Um, we've also see a lot of uh, business owners being challenged by ongoing chronic uh, self-doubt or Hmm. fears you know maybe specific fears fears related to money fears related to rejection, um, things of that nature. So fears and self-doubt. And then another really big one that, that I see a lot is a very, some form of imposter syndrome, which is simply oh, yeah. when people um, truly believe that they are a fake or they're a fraud or they're a phony or they're going to get found out that they don't actually know as much as other people think they do or they're not actually as good as other people think they are and you can see that in people who are incredibly talented and successful and you yeah. you know it, it it doesn't matter it 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 impacts so many people so these kinds of patterns and and behaviors and um challenges really are super common in the world of entrepreneurs and and high performers and and business owners. And those are some of the examples of the the challenges that people come to us with and look for help with. I I relate so well to that because I know as you highlighted so many of those those areas, those have been mindsets and challenges I had faced at different stages in my career and in running this business. And it can feel so defeating being in that place, like you said, with the imposter syndrome, do I really know enough? If my clients knew that I'm figuring this out on the go, what would happen? And, and, you know, certainly we want to be the expert. Certainly you should not be taking on clients if you really don't know what you're doing. But when people are in this place and they're questioning, uh, what is real? They're questioning, am I good enough? What, what, where would you recommend they begin with and being able to start that, start that dialogue? It can feel often feel so alone as an entrepreneur. Who do I have this conversation with and be able to know what do I do with this? Can I, can that really change? Yeah. So, um, it's always helpful to speak with someone else. Uh, about your challenges and about the patterns that you're running into. 
because we can't read the label because we're inside the bottle. We have all of these behaviors and things we get stuck in, but it's all mixed in with years of, of experiences and traumas and events and relationships and habits and patterns and wiring. And it's, it's this big mess and it's very hard for us to be objective about ourselves. So being able to at least sit down and communicate to somebody else um, and talk with somebody else instead of just sitting there trying to figure it all out on your own um, can be helpful, especially if you're sitting down with somebody who's a really good listener and can reflect and mirror things back to you. That's that's helpful. Um, ultimately, though, what what I have found is that one of the reasons why talking it out doesn't actually fix the root cause is because we run into these patterns, not because Hmm. we have certain thoughts, not because we have certain emotions, not because we've just fallen into habits randomly, but a lot of these challenges boil down to one thing. And that one thing is what we believe to be true. And it may be, you know, about ourselves or about others, because what we believe to be true determines how we experience life. It totally gives us a a lens through which we see a neutral event and we perceive it in a certain way. And that determines the thoughts that start to show up in our head that determine, and the thoughts that we have determine the emotions that we feel during the day. And then the thoughts and emotions we have determine our actions. You know, if we have thoughts of this man is evil and emotions of fear and anger, we're not going to go run up to somebody and kiss him and give him a hug. Our thoughts and emotions determine our actions. It's, it's, our actions aren't random. So what happens is a lot of people try to play around in the world of thoughts or they try to change their behaviors. When at the end of the day, the engine that is driving thoughts and emotions and behaviors is what we believe to be true. And until you actually can go in and root out what those beliefs are that are causing you to act in ways that don't serve you or that create self-sabotage, it's very difficult to create permanent and, and lasting change. Hmm. And, you know, Aaron, what I'd love to learn a little more about is, you know, when you're speaking here about recognizing these thoughts in order and changing these limiting beliefs in order to propel you forward, this isn't just some book you've read. This isn't just some training. This is something that you've had to take yourself through. And it's what has led to the start of what is now MindFix. Is that correct? That is 100% correct. Yes. Help me. I love, you know, I know a little bit of your, your story from our conversations, but for those listening and knowing, all right, where did MindFix come out of? And then we'll, we'll speak to that in a moment. What led to this process to be able to, you to, you to first recognize, all right, I have some of these beliefs that are keeping me back and something needs to change. Otherwise I'm going to not be able to move forward the way I know mm. I need to. Yeah. I had no clue. I got through my entire life and had nobody had ever, you know, I'd been to therapy over the years and talked with counselors and, and coaches and mentors and always talking with other people about challenges and growth. And, um, personal development, but nobody had ever brought up the concept of, of beliefs. So what ended up happening is as I was building my agency, um, I ended up having experiencing chronic pain and doctors weren't able to figure out what was going on and it got worse and worse and it 
kept going on day after day after day. And I ended up dealing with some pretty severe anxiety and depression because it seemed like, wow. you know, there's, there's no way out. Every day's Groundhog's Day. This is horrific. Um, I'm, I'm screwed. What's so it was just, it was, it was, it, it got very bad. I was yeah. suicidal kind of like, wow. like if there's no way out and I'm in this pain and no one can help me. What, why, why do I want to be yeah. doing this? So I started to see um, a therapist in, in Denver. And what happened was the way this all started was, I was sitting there on the couch crying one day with this, you know, box of Kleenex using it all up. And, and the, the woman looked at me and said, do you know why you're so upset and so down? And I kind of laughed. I'm like, because I'm in chronic fucking pain. That's why, like, because I can't do what I love. I can't be active. I can't move. I'm laying in bed. And she's, she shook her head and she said, no. And she said, I think it goes deeper than that because hmm. plenty of people are in chronic pain and they're still able to live fulfilling lives. There's a reason why you aren't. And hmm. I, I had no idea where she was going with it. And I said, well, huh, that is true. There are people out there in pain who, who, huh, wh- tell me, you know, and I just looked at yeah. her and I was like, what yeah. is it? And she said, you attach your self-worth to what you achieve. You believe your self-worth is determined by your achievements. And I sat there and thought about it. And I realized that since I had experienced the, the pain, I wasn't able to achieve. I wasn't able to do races. I wasn't able to um, you know, go mountain biking and, and improve my times. I wasn't able to but set goals in the business and really drive forward and hit new, um, you know, hit new highs in the business and, and everything had come to a grinding halt in terms of achievement. And I thought back over my life and I'd been a chronic overachiever. And so I realized, Whoa, if somebody believes their self-worth is determined by how much they achieve, it follows that they're going to be absolutely devastated when they are not able to achieve for an extent, you know, a year, two years, it's going, they're going to feel hollow. And I made that connection suddenly of, whoa. So somebody else who doesn't believe that, maybe somebody who believes that their self-worth comes from caring for others wouldn't be bothered. And I sat there and all these, like, it all kind of made sense of, of how what I believe to be true is going to impact my experience on a daily basis. So wow. I looked at her and I said, how do we change what I believe? How do you yeah, do that? Yeah. And she kind of smiled and it's like, well, you know, you're just going to have to come back for lots of visits and we'll work on that over the next year. And I looked at her, I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. I'm going to figure this out. Cause if I can change what I believe, <gasps> I could change everything about my yeah. life. And so I set off on my own kind of journey to to figure that out. And I flew across the country. I studied with people. I read books. I tried things. I experimented on myself with other people. <laughs> and and yeah. very long story short, um, I, I kind of landed upon this, I don't know what, what what's the equivalent of a, a magic formula. I consistently... <laughs> can take a belief that is causing someone pain or problems or to be stuck 
and eliminate it in a, in, in a phone call, like in a conversation, the way that the belief in Santa Claus can just disappear for someone for the rest of their lives when they're a wow. kid and it goes away and it never comes back. Yeah. Like it, it, it is, it is, it is that powerful. And that's a great analogy. Yeah. So if you imagine if you, when you, if you believe in Santa Claus, you're going to damn well leave the milk and cookies out and, and <laughs> act in a certain way and write letters oh, yeah. to Santa. The moment you, that belief is, it dissolves and goes away. Your thoughts change. You don't think about Santa coming down the chimney. Your, um, you know, your behavior changes. You don't leave out the cookies and milk anymore and you don't have to yep. work at it. It's, instant everything changes when you change a belief wow and you, you know what interests me most about what you said there is uh as you sat down with that therapist her process was going sounded like it was going to take months <sighs> and it was going to be this long arduous <laughs> process that there wasn't even really that a surety of if it would I change. don't think she had an, a plan. Be <laughs> she threw in things like it's we're going to explore love and faith and, oh, and wow. I'm sitting there going that doesn't sound like a good plan to me. I'm not buying yeah. it. <laughs> and in what you've been able to set up through MindFix, correct me if I'm remembering this wrong, but you guys are seeing massive transformation in as little as eight weeks. Oh. Absolutely. I would say um, some some clients even way, way less than that. And we're talking, you know, a couple hours investment a week. This is not something wow. where people are saying, you know, we do this for four or eight weeks and it's going to be 10 hours of your time. This is a, a minor time investment. Um, and yes, yeah, eight weeks, a lot of... So I want to hear some stories there then of what that process looks like. But first off, can you just tell us quickly, what is MindFix? So MindFix, I mean, the, the MindFix group, which is our company, we're a really small group of experts who specialize in helping entrepreneurs and high achievers overcome the mental roadblocks that are getting in their way and keeping them from mm. being able to achieve what it is they want to achieve. And yeah. um, we have a couple different uh, programs depending on what people are looking to achieve and, and how long they have. Um, and that, that is MindFix. We are the MindFix group and we have mind, a couple MindFix programs that people can engage with and, and permanently get rid of whatever's holding them back. I love to hear some stories saying kind of like before and afters of someone who you're telling me, you know, a couple hours a week yeah. uh, over a period, a short, a short few weeks, then seeing that transformation. Yeah. You know, one of the things I love about stories or like a testimony, you know, testimony literally means in Hebrew to do it again. And that it gives me that confidence when I hear those stories of what happened for you can happen for me. And so give me some hope here for the, those entrepreneurs that are listening, that are feeling stuck, that are saying, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know how to, how to grow my business. I don't know how to take to the next level. I don't know if I'm legit. Yeah. What, what if, as you've said, I've worked with some of those people who've had those types of emotions, those types of limiting beliefs. And now you're telling me that they've been eliminated, like Santa believing in Santa Claus. Yes. Tell me more. Sure. So I've oh, so many stories. I'm trying to think about which which to um. So okay, I'll change their names for privacy sake. Absolutely. But yes. um, we had a a client named Heather, 
And she was a sales specialist, really, really, really high end. And she was great at what she did. But she had she came to us because she was stuck with two problems. Number one, she was paralyzed because every time someone would not purchase from her or um, she would feel like she messed up in the sales process, it hmm. would derail her. Like not just yeah. hang up the phone and oh, gotta go get a glass of wine, derail. We're talking crying, you know, in bed, fearful for day, you know, two days kind of thing before she could get back to work. And wow. it, was, it was really really devastating. Um, yeah. And she also, at the same time, had discovered she had a really difficult time talking about herself um, and speaking hmm. about herself. So when it came time for her to do an initial um, you know, intake form and homework, and we asked some questions about her, she was the first client who literally came back to us and said, I can't do it. I can't even hmm. fill out this form and tell you about myself. I can't talk about myself. I, it feels awful. And she was in tears. Yeah. So that was Heather day one when she came to us. She worked with us, I think, for about five or six weeks. And what we discovered is she had a fear, a deep, deep fear related to having to be perfect. Yeah. And she had picked this up when she was younger and she was actually beaten by her parents Oh, wow. But she wouldn't get 100% on tests and things like that. So we kind wow. of did a bunch of digging around, figured out what this route was, and eliminated that as well as a lot of other kind of pieces of mental programming that had been, in, you know, she'd picked up along the way um, and, and <laughs> drastically reduced this fear of failure. And by the end, she was... Um, leaving us messages, letting us know like, Hey, I goofed up on the call today. Didn't even think twice about it. Just got on the next call. I was able to do five calls today and huh. having one and canceling the rest. And you know how I used to not be able to write about myself. I am literally writing a personal manifesto. I am writing <laughs> a book about wow. myself. So that is, this is not five years of therapy. This was four or five weeks of a couple hours with us. And, and wow. that's the level of transformation where someone who is paralyzed and fearful and stuck completely is, is like a different person in a matter of weeks where she's like, no, no, no problem. I, I, I even forgot I had the issue. Right. So yeah. that would be a, a great example of someone who is dealing with kind of fear of failure and, and perfectionism. Um, but we had another gal who was, she had a Facebook group of, I don't know, maybe 60,000 people and hmm. was doing some work with Facebook and was absolutely seeing this great success in her business. So she wasn't struggling, you know, she was a super successful business owner, but as she was getting requests to be on interviews and for press she found that she felt like an imposter and hmm. she's like, oh, I just got lucky. And so she started pushing off and um, her interviews, she would cancel them. She was canceling opportunities to get more press. And she sat down one day and said, I can't keep doing this. I, I, yeah. The whole point of this is I want to grow the company. Yeah. I turned down interviews. I won't be on a podcast. I was 
I was invited to do a JV, this joint venture with this big company. And I turning it down. She's like, this is not okay. I don't know why I'm doing it. So before she came to us, she had worked on things. She had talked to a coach and she had read a couple books and nothing shifted. So we worked with her for a couple months and it was, it's like night and day. It's kind of like the before and after like uh, fat thin photos you see where the, yeah. like diet commercials where you don't even yeah. recognize the person. Whereas when she graduated after a couple months of working with us, this same woman was, she, she was doing interviews. She had been in Washington Post. She had been in USA Today. She'd been in Entrepreneur Magazine. Um, she was doing like five Facebook Lives a day or something hmm. like that. Whereas previously she could not go on video. She had signed up to do these JVs and these webinars with partners. And she had just got, she had just done an interview, this video interview with someone pretty well known and said she could have kept talking the whole day and had no fear, no trepidation, no concern about being an imposter. And she just was like completely different behavior. Uh, and it was, she was, uh, she over doubled profit, her monthly profit in her business wow. in about three months because wow. she wasn't holding herself back anymore. Yeah. Right. That's a couple examples of, of some clients. And, and, and those aren't, I guess I want to be clear. Those aren't just highlight reels. Like that's, that's common. Those are typical results. Those aren't just cherry picked, you know? Certainly. Oh yeah. I think if anyone has seen you on Facebook or follows you already, they know almost daily you have a story like this of someone who's seen massive transformation in short periods of time. It's kind of like my, as I sharing earlier, how I get inspired hearing other stories of transformation and feeling like, all right, I want that type of change in myself. I read your posts and I get that type of excitement. Oh man, if they can do that, then I can do that. And so I think, uh, you know, if anyone isn't following you yet, um, that just go find Erin Vale on Facebook and you're going to get daily inspiration by what she posts there. (laughs) It's exciting for me to hear because honestly, the message that I want to get out to people and into the world is that change doesn't have to be difficult and change can happen fast. A lot of people like myself have just are resigned and feel like they're gonna have to deal with something really challenging for the rest of their lives. And that's not always the case. I mean, you know, we're not magicians. We can't fix everything, but so many challenges that people think are permanent or that are character traits, or that's just the way they are from being shy and nervous to talking too much, to not being able to delegate and, or being a bully. Like people think that's just who I am when in reality, they're just patterns that we can shift and change in a really short period of time. And I just want people to know that it's possible. And and what I love in that is, you know, one, the, the, there's so many people out there telling your story. If they, you can tell me the best places for people to be able to see more stories like this beyond what you share on Facebook. Do you have a Facebook group that you people can interact with this on? I don't. I have no Facebook group at the time. <laughs> uh, that's up for debate whether we'll we'll start one. No worries. You know, we have, on our website, though, we have a results page that's like eight miles long, and we have a oh, there you go. page with a number of different um, 
just real life, real, real people experiences that walk through um, their, their time with us as well. Yeah. And I think what excites me about what, when I hear these stories is it's first off the transformation is personal. It's it's an internal transformation that people are going through the shift, these paramount beliefs about themselves and how they interact with others. And as a byproduct of that transformation, then the physical aspects of new business opens up, new relations opens up, whatever we're getting blocked by these transformations is no longer in it is no longer getting stuck because you've dealt with what you need to on your own to open up the doors of opportunity that were previously closed yes yes absolutely when you change your thoughts and your emotions and you when you change your behavior people around you change situations change opportunity changes your entire experience as a human being on this planet changes. I mean, imagine sitting there yelling at a dog day after day after day, and it sees you and it's going to cower and wince and, and it's going to act a certain way when you're around. Whereas if you gave that same dog lots of love and attention and affection, it changes. Like our yeah. behavior, our, our environment and what we experience is not separate and cut off from us. We are a, ma- hmm. we are, we are a massive variable that impacts what we experience, how people treat us, the opportunities that get handed to us, what people say to us, uh, you know, clients, team members, we impact that. And um, it's important to remember that. I think sometimes people think they, that everything happens to them when in reality, they impact so deeply what they experience. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, Aaron, to kind of, to wrap it up, I think uh, what I often see, you can tell me if I'm off here, but what, what I often see as I know where I was at is the greatest challenge or the most work happens initially is just raising your hand, being willing to ask for help, mm-hmm. being able to first recognize that I have need. And obviously much more comes out after we raise our hand and we get the help, but where, if someone is sitting here listening saying, all right, I feel like I'm in that place of doubting myself, of not knowing what the next steps are and feeling like I'm in my own way of questioning. Am I, am I good enough? Am I real enough? Am I authentic? Where can they begin in being able to carry the conversation off with you to see if mind fix may be the right fit. Otherwise get direction for what else they can look into. Sure. I would say the best opportunity would be to visit our website. We have a free one-hour video training that anybody anywhere can watch and really get a clear understanding about how all the parts and pieces fit together, how this works, and and how change can happen so quickly. Um, And then... People can also be inspired by the results that other people are seeing, people just like them and and the case studies. And I think that's a great um, place to start. And the website is mindfixgroup.com mindfixgroup.com. I know I've certainly spent some time on those case studies, being able to just read and listen to what people have gone through and been inspired by that progress alone. I've had friends go through MindFix and seeing the transformation they've gone through as well. Awesome. 
Aaron, thank you so much for being able to share with us today some stories of what you've seen the entrepreneurs go through and the process that they've made and being able to get out of their own way and see true transformation in a short period of time. I'm very inspired by what you have shared with us today. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, I want to thank you very much for joining us for this episode of Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. I know you have a lot of options on what podcasts you can listen to, so thank you sincerely for taking the time to join us for this one. If you have enjoyed this conversation, we'd love to keep it going in our Facebook group, Marketing from the Roosevelt Room with Kyle Willis. In that, we have live video, Q&A, and create more of a dialogue. We'd love to keep the conversation going, so please join us on Facebook. Otherwise, look forward to catching you on our next episode. Have a great day.